Hello, and welcome to the 13th Hour Podcast. This is episode number 384, and I'm your host, Joshua Blum. And this is going to be a little a little episode. I don't think it'll be too long. It's actually another Like a Hood Ornament episode. but it's about, it's, it is, so it's related to the Rocketeer, but it's involved in making something that's actually going to be quite ambitious, I think, although it's going to be very small. And that's, it's a, it's a casting project that involves making a copy of a little game piece. The genesis for this is that I recently found these things called Hero clicks figures, and what they are are these little miniature figures that are, I think, like DC and Marvel uh, comic book characters that go to a game called Hero Clicks, which I don't really understand. I don't know how to play it, but it has little miniatures, and I think it's sort of like a little role playing board game type of thing. And they have game, they have uh, characters that have little statistics and things like that that go with them, and they have these little clickable um, bases where they have different stats. Uh, but I found a character that is called Technocrat, who I don't know, but apparently it's a um, a DC Comics character that flies, kind of like a robot, uh, but I think has a person inside. So I think it's an older character, maybe from the 80s. I saw this picture, or this, this figure flying, and I was like, you know what that would look like? That looks like the Rocketeer taking off. And so I remember thinking back to this little game piece of the Rocketeer from the Rocketeer board game that I got a little earlier this year uh, that I haven't really done much with, and I, but I put aside the little figurine specifically because I meant to try to make a copy of it. Now, one of the, the difficulties of this is, one, it is extremely small. It's about an inch tall, uh, inch, eh, no, 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 inch and a half. And it's also quite challenging to make a copy of this because it is, in addition to being very small, it's very detailed. And two, it has a lot of things that are sticking out. So I don't know if I've ever made anything that's quite this small or this detailed before. I have seen it done, though. I have seen people make copies of miniatures, like the kinds that are used in like Dungeons and & Dragons and that kind of stuff like that. It is challenging, I think, just because of all the reasons that you think it would be. Smaller smaller area for the, uh, the, 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 the resin to go in. Um, and also, you have to watch out for areas that are sticking out because they may not, in fact, fill. So what I was thinking of is how I would actually get this to potentially fill. And it has a little base, uh, just like toy soldiers have a base. And I think that base is going to be the fill area. And then it has uh, a, a plume of rocket smoke. And then it has his legs sticking out. Uh, one leg is bent, the other is extended. Um, I think in real life, he'd be basically frying his own legs, but that's, hey, that's beside the point. And then it has, um, of course, his legs, his legs are like that, but his arms are on either side, kind of like on either side of him, uh, in a, like, his arms are flexed at the elbow, and he's kind of like, you know, holding, making fists, you know, mashing down on those, you know, those pe- those uh, buttons, you know, to, to take off, and then he's looking upwards. And so his helmet, the Rocketeer helmet, has a little fin that goes back, uh, and that is a point that sticks out. There's a, so the couple points that stick out, one is a knee, two the uh, to the hands, arms, really, and uh, that little point, uh, the fin. So if, if we take the, the figure and we flip it over, 
making it upside down, the resin is going to pour in. I'm trying to think about how it would pour in and flow due to gravity. So the thing is, I got to leave some air vents for it to basically come back up. And so as the resin goes in, of course, air is in there and air has to be displaced. So it means it has to be pushed back out. And so I need to leave some air vents for that to happen. So what I've done is I've identified those parts that are sticking out. And so upside down, it's the knee, it's the two hands, and it is the fin. And I have just super glued thin pieces of wood. I think they're, they're actually just toothpicks, basically, uh, to those areas um, from the, those points to the base. And so the idea, this is what my hope is, is that as the resin flows in, it'll flow down, 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 down the plume of smoke, down the legs. And then uh, the point where the knee sticks out, the resin will be able to fill the rest of the leg. That'll be, of course, against gravity because it'll have air, it'll have places for air to escape. So we'll see. Um, I hope it'll fill like the, so it's, it's really the points that stick out. So the knee in particular will be difficult. The arms, of course, they'll be difficult. Um, but specifically the hands, I can see those not filling. So I have, uh, the hands, um, attached to the base with sticks and that stick, when you form the mold around it, of course, is going to become the, the air vent. And then the one on the, the top of the head uh, because everything else is basically in a straight line. So his, his neck, his chest, uh, his hips, and uh, the thighs are basically all right in sort of an anatomic line, except except for this fin. That's the part that may not fill. So that's the part that's attached back to the base with a toothpick. I think that's about as good as I can do with that. I don't think there's any other protruding parts. The only other parts that might have some difficulties um, but this is not huge, is the, the tops of the rocket pack have little cones on them. But again, they're right in line with everything else. So I think the resin will go in. I think it will fill those parts, um, but uh, we'll have to see. Now, the challenge will be, of course, removing this. So I'm going to use, actually, a little cup, uh, like a little Dixie cup to fill this, or to, to, uh, to make the mold. Uh, I'm just looking through here, but this is not going to require a whole lot of material to do. This is actually very small, and I just basically have to find something that is of the right size and shape to do this in. Here we go. So I got some little Dixie cups, and this is um, the simplest kind of mold in a way, is this thing called a one-piece cup mold. And basically what you do is you take the cup, and this is like a, how many ounces is this? This can't be more than four four ounces maybe and you stick the little figurine right at the bottom and you basically attach it to the bottom so I am going to use something um, maybe tape maybe uh, clay if I have it and attach it to the bottom maybe glue yeah I might actually use a little bit of glue after I take this out I'll have to scrape off the glue of this little piece but the other thing I might be able to use, I think, is um, the kind of putty that you use to stick things to the wall. Yeah, I think I have a little bit of this here. That actually is really handy. This is the stuff that you use to attach posters to walls so it doesn't rip off too much of the drywall, you know? And that, that stuff is actually really handy because it, it rolls around, it comes off, and I'm going to use that to attach this uh, base 
to the bottom of the cup. The material that this um, figurine is made out of is, it's plastic, but I feel like it's, I don't know exactly what kind. It's the kind that uh, figures are made out of. I don't think, I don't think the glue will stick terribly well to it. In, in a way, that's sort of a good thing because I would like to have the figure after this is done. The little, um, uh, what do you call it? Toothpicks will not stay on for very long. As long as they stay on long enough for this to happen, I think that'll be good. The tricky part of this will be, and I won't be able to do this actually in this particular episode, I don't think, will be to actually cut along the mold in such a way that I can remove it without damaging either the figure inside or the mold that'll make it still usable. So I, I want it to be, I have to extract the figure to actually use the mold, but in the process, I do not want to damage the mold such that it will not fill. So at this point, the figure is attached to the bottom there. And uh, what I'm gonna do now is I'm going to mix up some uh, silicone and I'm going to dump it in there. I won't need a lot. So the, the, anyway, the whole point of this is one, to make a copy of this figure, which is small and detailed and it's really cool. And it's something, something that I always thought um, would be cool to have. That's, that's one thing. And once you have a mold, you can make, you know, you know many of those things, um, depending on how su successful it is. But the other thing is too, I would actually like to use some of those parts like the head and the rocket pack and potentially the flames there to actually add to this figure. In other words, sort of, um, I guess you could say kitbash, this figure, this Heroclix figure. Uh, and I think what I'll do is uh, I have to fix the, the legs, add the legs to, or the, you know, the, the Rocketeer wears these pants that are kind of balloon out, Jodhpur's riding pants, which I have to add to. I can do that with clay. Uh, I can, I can uh, fix the jacket a little bit. And then what I'll probably do with the head, the head is perfect as it is, but trying to make that little fin on there and stuff like that, I think I might as well just use this one if I can. If I can remove that and then glue this, a new resin head on there that has the fin on there from the Rocketeer figure that I've made um, with, the, uh, with the resin, then I think that would be perfect. It's a bit of a multi-step process, I guess you could say. And uh, what I'll probably end up doing is uh, once it is actually done, I'll, I may actually make a mold of this thing. I may actually remove it. It has a little like clear base there. I may actually remove it and make a mold of that so you can have another one of these. So that, we'll see. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to, well, actually, first thing I'm going to do is get some gloves, actually. the Mixing the silicone is always incredibly messy. Always, always uh, make some mess doing that, even if it's just a little bit. And I'm going to put on some gloves. And then I'm going to mix up the silicone. I use this, uh, oh boy, these gloves are a little small. Okay. But it's better than nothing, I guess. The kind of resin, or the, the, the resin that I'll be using is, is smooth-on resin. Um, probably the stuff that I've used for many other projects. This, uh, let's see what my silicone situation is like here. One of the struggles I sometimes will have is that it will dry out and it's been difficult to get over the past couple of years. Okay, there's one. There's, this is called Umu 30. 
and that is part B. Now there is a part A. Let's see. This is the part, part A is the part that usually often does not last very long. So my, my this project may be sidelined until I can actually get more resin or more, uh, more silicone. That does not look good. Well, well, no, that does not look good. That silicone is pretty much, ooh, yeah, that's, uh, I think that's going to be a no-go. Well, maybe not, maybe not. Sometimes what happens is the, um, there's a top layer that forms over it, almost like a, a, a film, and then it, uh, oh boy, that's, uh, maybe, that might potentially work, though. that's, Oh, that's uh, that's that's kind of rough right there. I have another one. Uh, let me see. I don't have much of it, but I might. It might still work. No, I don't think so. This is a uh, another one that's old. I'll probably have to get some more of this stuff. Let's see what the state of this one is. Does not look particularly. Let's see. That stuff is done. I'm not going to use that. All right, so, so much for that one. All right, well, let's see if I can do something with this kind that I have here. There might be, because I have so I need so little of this, that there might be enough to, to get this done. There might be. I don't know. Whenever you're mixing resin, you want to use two equal containers if you can. And so I'm going to use two little containers. Uh, they used to hold applesauce, um, and they're gonna be perfect for this if I can salvage some of what's in this. This is the second one I've had that's kind of like this, where I get it and it's almost unusable right out of the box. because it's so dry. Let's see if I can scrape some. There is some at the bottom though that I think should, I think, I think that might be okay. It's very viscous, which is not a good sign. I don't need a lot. I really don't, because this is a very small mold. I think it might, I think we might be able, I might be able to do it. It's gonna be a pain in the ass to mix, but this uh, epoxy um, silicone, I don't know if the right term is epoxy silicone, but it basically functions like an epoxy glue uh, in that it has two parts and you have to mix it and you have to mix it well. One part is a hardener. That part is the, um, there's usually one part that has a tendency to get really, really um, viscous and hard to use. And that's sort of what I'm dealing with right now. So this is this has gotten messy, folks. It's gotten messy. Getting this stuff out of the out of the bottle. Okay, let's see. I might have gotten enough. I used a lot of this to, you know, make the uh, the Rocketeer figures that mold, and that one actually worked pretty well. But by the end of it, it was pretty much. I had pretty much 
worn out the mold after about 12 castings or so. It was starting to, some parts are starting to degrade, which kind of means like it's hard to really use it. Uh, I mean, you can use it, but it's not necessarily reliable anymore. Okay, I think that's about what we're going to have to do with that. I think I've gotten about as much as I can out of that. Now we have that in there. I have some sticking to the side walls. I'm trying to scrape that down so we can get a good estimate of how much we need to put in there of the next part, the complementary part, part B of, uh, of the mixture. Now this stuff is a lot easier to, to, to use. shaking it up. Now given that that is so much easier to pour, I'm going to pour that in the first container so it'll come out a lot easier. Okay, and now comes the fun task of mixing. So one is blue, one is pink, and so together they make a purple. And so mix it up enough that you got to mix it pretty well. Scraping along, get all those colors in there. Hand starts to get tired after a while. So while I'm talking about this, um, next week, actually, we're going to have the Christmas episode. It'll actually come out the day after Christmas, though. It'll be the 26th, which is a Monday. Technically, that's the, um, I guess technically, like, that's a holiday for some people, just because Christmas falls on a Monday, or a, a Sunday this year. So the Monday afterwards is sort of like, oh, we didn't get, we didn't, we got cheated. So that's sometimes, I think that's, uh, that's what's happening in some places. My brother and I are watching the movie Gremlins, and we're doing an episode all about Gremlins as our Christmas, Christmas episode. And... So that'll be coming out then. Okay. Got a... We recorded that actually just recently. And so I just have to edit that. And if you're on the Patreon, then uh, I have to send out a couple things to you guys. We will do our next D&D mini-adventure uh, in the new year. I have some ideas about some things to, to make it uh, to continue on the story. Who knows, maybe some rock biters will even come back. I don't know, I think that might be fun. Maybe sometime in the future. Okay, well, let's give it a try. Hmm. I have, I've, I, I just did something while I was talking, which was um, basically to estimate how much uh, of the silicone that I have versus the size of the container and actually took my um, the Rocketeer out of the container I had because I did not think I would have enough and actually put it in even in an even smaller container. Uh, this is actually a K-cup Keurig container. Uh, it's, a, it's, a very, it's pretty small. It's about the size of a shot glass and, um, and estimated, tried to estimate if I would have enough for that. I often use rice for that and uh, I don't think I do. I What I have done is I have cut up a bunch of little, I have a little, a bunch of little pieces of old silicone. And what you can do actually 
is actually, if you don't have enough, you can stick stuff in there, but I'm just holding this, uh, this, uh, this stuff right here, and it is not, it is so viscous. It's really, I don't know, it's not, it's really not flowing. I think I might have to shelve this project for right now. I didn't really expect to be able to complete it, uh, but I think um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to shelve it, and I'm going to get some new uh, silicone. I need to get some anyway, um, and hopefully the batch that I get will not uh, will not already have one part that's like basically dry already. This is the second time in a row that I've gotten it. It's been sealed, and it's basically the first time was not usable. The second time was it was almost almost dry. So I'm surprised I was able to even get any out of this one. So. But one thing, um, all right, let's actually just try this. I don't think I'm going to have enough to actually have it flow through the, the actual model because I, I, if it's too viscous, it's not going to be able to work around the little crevices. And this being so small and so delicate, I think that's I'm going to actually need something that actually can do that. But um, let's do this, actually. Let me just take the... I only really need for this particular project, which is not to make a duplicate of the 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 game piece, which... You know, I, I like that, but eventually, but is really just to have a head and a rocket pack. I only need the upper body. So let's actually take it and jam it in the, uh, if I jam it in the, the um, silicone that I have right now, just the upper part of it, it should be enough. So let me just do that. Okay. Well, I just paused the audio right there and I came back. I let that uh, harden. Uh, it did harden. Uh, and... Uh, I was able to actually create the a little part of a mold, and uh, I just actually extracted the figure. So it extracted fine. Um, and uh, what I have just done is I've just poured in a, a tiny little bit of resin. Uh, it's it's really not much, just to see how it how it casts. And uh, what it what it was is it was the the head and the up well, basically like the shoulders, not even the whole arms, but the shoulders and the uh, the jetpack, at least part of it. So it won't, it won't entirely be the whole thing, but um, I think for this particular project, that should be good enough because I can make everything else later. The It's really the helmet and the, the rocket pack that I wanted to kind of be able to add on and the rest I will sculpt. So, so that's, that's, well, that's, that's, this is very quick to, uh, to dry. So while that's um, curing, I will um, wrap up actually uh, so let's see. Next week is the is the show with Gremlins with my brother, uh, and then we will we'll probably pick this particular project back up in the new year, uh, as I as I try to recast this the whole piece this time, um, as well as make the little Rocketeer Hero Clicks figure, um, and then probably cast that one as well. So that and that will be a whole other, whole other thing, but uh, in I think. Uh, in in between now and then, I think there'll be an episode on kind of recap of 2022, maybe, um, and maybe like some ideas for the next year, some goals and things like that. I usually do that at the end of the, at the end of the, and beginning of the year. Uh, the only other thing, oh, one other thing I was going to throw up because this is a Rocketeer episode. Um, the movie that I mentioned last time called Max Q. Uh, I just posted a clip of it actually uh, on Instagram, and I think there's a few on Twitter. Um, this is actually it's a really fun movie. Uh, I finished it uh, last time I was recording. I had not finished it. I finished it, and I, I I quite enjoyed it. It's a 
TV movie. Um, it probably didn't have a big budget, but I think they were able to get around that with quite a bit of, um, I guess, you know, I don't want to say recycled footage, but it's like footage from like, you know, shuttle launches and stuff like that. So I think they were able to, to do that. And I, th I thought it was, I thought it was fun. Uh, it's one of these films that you do have to suspend belief. Um, you know, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's science fiction, right? You know, little science, big, big fiction, but, uh, I, I thought it was quite a, quite, quite a, quite a good ride. And, and the, the, the travesty about it is you can't watch it anywhere. Uh, I was looking on eBay for it and you can find like a, uh, a DVD, like it's a region two from Germany, but, uh, which I guess you could, you know, um, I, I think there's probably ways of doing that. Uh, there's probably DVD players that are region less, I guess, but, um, I don't think I have one, but, you, but I, I don't think it was, I think it was made in both the U S and Canada. It may have been filmed in Vancouver, Vancouver or something like that. I don't know. You can't, you can't get it in, uh, in North America. So it's crazy, but it, it is on YouTube and, uh, a kind soul put it there, so you can find it there. Um, it's kind of interesting. This, this it uses the uh, the space shuttle uh, Endeavor. Uh, so Space Camp uses the shuttle Atlantis, and Atlantis and Endeavor are among the the few uh, remaining um, space shuttles that are. I mean, they're still in, in, intact. Um, Endeavor. I remember when they were choosing the name for a new shuttle after the 1986 Challenger incident. Uh, they they asked. Uh, kids around the nation to come up with names. And uh, uh, so I was in, I think, maybe fourth, third grade. I must have been third grade at the time. And uh, we did that as a project in our class. And we also, we many people picked the name Endeavor, including our group. Uh, we picked it because it's the name of one of Captain Cook's ships uh, and, um, you know, who, you know, circumnavigated the globe. And uh, we picked it for that particular reason and figured that, uh, we would submit that one. And that was the one that ultimately was picked. So that was, um, it, we, I don't think we got the, uh, you got like a prize or something like that. I don't think our particular group did, but it was kind of cool that we, we also came up with the same name. So it is space shuttle endeavor. And, uh, although I, interestingly enough in this particular film, 1998 was sort of the, 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 the tail end of the shuttle program. It would continue on for a little bit, but not much longer. Um, in the grand scheme of things. And uh, it gets, it's fairly, it, it gets uh, quite, quite damaged in this particular film, uh, you know, as well, I guess. So that's uh, just like in, you know, I guess like in space camp, you know, there's space is fraught with disasters. So, that, you know, they often make the movie with, uh, with some danger and stuff like that, that the difficulty is coming home. Um, but I, I guess that, that story has been done many, many times, but uh, I, I quite enjoyed it. I think I would have loved it as a kid. And so Billy Campbell uh, is the shuttle commander, and uh, he's, got, he's, got some, uh, he's got some fun scenes in there. Uh, he gets to be an, yeah, he gets to be an astronaut. The, so the, the, you know, Cliff Secord, Rocketeer. I mean, very similar character, actually. Basically plays the same character. Um, you can very much see Cliff in that role. Uh, he's a little bit more stern, I think. He's a you know, commander. Um, but uh, if you if you like the Rocketeer, I think you'll probably like that movie too, uh, because you have to just you know suspend belief for for both of them. It's it's a fun movie, so uh, check that one out on uh, on uh, on YouTube. So I think that that is it for today. I will see uh, after this is done. If if this is actually successful, I'll try to post a picture of the little piece that. Uh, 
I hopefully I'll be able to extract from this. And uh, maybe we'll have a, a Rocketeer head, a tiny little Rocketeer head and, uh, and uh, Rocket Pack pretty soon. So thanks for listening. I will talk to you guys in the future. Hey, a couple last minute things before you go. Thanks for listening to this show. If you liked it, you can find many more on the website 13thhr.wordpress.com or on your favorite podcasting platform. You can often find behind the scenes information about this show and other things that I do on social media, such as Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You'll see links to those in the show notes. Sometimes people will ask me, how can I help contribute to the show or other things that, that I do? And probably one of the easiest ways is by going over to Facebook and looking up the Facebook group called 13th Hour Arts. And it's a place for not only to discuss these kinds of things, but also for you to share your own creative process and the things that you're doing that bring meaning to your life. You can also do things that are entirely free, such as leaving a review for a book, music, this particular podcast, share it with friends, subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform, email me, W-R-I-T-E-J-O-S-H-U-A-B-L-U-M at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your suggestions and comments. You can also leave a one-time donation over at Coffee, and that's ko-fi slash 13thhr. It's basically like a virtual tip jar, kind of like the sort of thing like a piano player might have at a bar or something like that. For a small amount, you can also leave a donation on a monthly basis at Patreon, and that helps bring new things to this particular show and to support future projects. And that's at 13th Hour Arts. It's also a place for patrons to share their own creative process and the things that bring inspiration and meaning to them. I hope by sharing a little bit of the creative process in this particular show, it gets people to cultivate that aspect of their own life and to remember that those things are important even if you are an adult and you may not have time for it. Hopefully by paying attention to those aspects of your own life, you can remember your own dreams and aspirations and help create a world and make a world that you want to be in. And at the end of the day, that's sort of what the 13th hour is about. So thanks as always for listening, and I'll talk to you guys next week.